0: Game may be over, but the best Hawkeye analysis is just getting started. This is the Jethro's Barbecue. Sound off! Ross Peterson and Travis Justice are taking your calls. Sound off! This is your home for the Hawkeyes News Radio 1040 WHO. 2019
1: what a ride, ten and three, a Holiday Bowl victory over the University of Southern California. 49 to 24 and the Jethro's barbecue sound off is on super super late because we are not afraid to work overtime to talk about a Hawkeye win. Good evening everybody I'm Travis Justice he's Ross Peterson. Ross what a fitting end to the season for the Hawkeyes.
2: Yeah man this has been uh what a fun night this was Travis. The defense played fantastic. Offense showed What all of us have hoped to see all season long. I mean, this was really a complete performance. The special teams comes up with a big play. Defense has a pick six. Offense plays well. This was a complete game over a a good team. I mean, this is a ranked USC team. Not a great USC team. A pretty bad defense. Maybe one of the worst defenses Hawkeyes have played. But a really fun game. Top to top to tail. You know the amazing thing about the
1: offense was that it only put up 328 total yards, which that's not fantastic no, numbers. For 49
2: points. But
1: right. but I would say this is that it was extremely efficient. Yep. And we heard Kirk Ferentz say that in his post game news conference uh, with Ed and Gary, and that is just the way they were able to possess the football. 11 minutes, I believe, in the first half. So that's the first called, quarter. I, I, yeah. yeah, in the yeah. first quarter. That that's called just being extremely efficient with the football yep. and making the most of of your possession should we say it, it doesn't have to be 600 yard outings 500 yard outings it's what you do with the football and how you eat that clock when you're
2: when you have it was it the second half before they punted uh, I, I believe. Feel like, so. I feel like they scored in each one of their first four possessions in that first half. Yeah,
1: and, and they they ended up punting four times for an average of thirty-eight point three yards. But I do believe all four. I, and again, if not, it, was late in the first it seems half. like yeah. so long ago. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but I do believe all four punts were in the second in the second half, which is um, crazy. I mean, Iowa jumped out to the to the early lead. They never trailed in this game. There were times where you thought, oh, this could get interesting. But every time that there was something that went their way, it, I was able to answer either with a turnover, a big play, a big defensive play, and man, this is going to be one of the seasons you re- reflect on, and again, we talked about it in the pregame show, when you, when you do these shows from week to week, you don't see the collective good until it's all over, yeah. right? Right. Uh two eight four yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Anthony, who's been, I'm sure, waiting up all night just to get on the show. Anthony, welcome to the Jethro's barbecue sound off on of News Radio ten forty WHO.
3: Hey guys, how about them hot guys, huh? Good win, An buddy, yep. Yeah, this is not only a good win, but this this is a one of the memorable wins. I think this is a good win for Hayden Fry. I know he's up there looking down on Kirk Bears so oh, very proud of that of this football program for them tonight. The question is, I have for you guys: What's the future is going to be for next season, and what are your expectations is going to be for next year? Mm. And also, can this team can win the Big Ten West next season? i want to take up a listen and uh, go on. Thanks,
1: guys. You know that's a tough question to answer, Anthony. And Kirk Ferentz said something. Very wise about the last five-year run, in that you know he wouldn't trade C.J. Beathard and Nate Stanley for anything, right? I mean, and it wasn't that C.J. Beathard. Yes, he he came in as a new starting quarterback, but he had been getting some playing time yep. behind Jake Rudock, and people felt that he was a better quarterback, ready to take over that starting job. We haven't really seen anybody get significant playing time at that quarterback position, which we now understand, looking back over the last five years, it, it, it's a valuable position to have. So there's a, there's, your big question mark right now clearly is that quarterback. Absolutely. It's really
2: the question mark. Yeah. The rest of the team looks pretty good. I mean, you can go position by position, and you're going to lose, obviously, with Worfs. It sounds like Alaric Jackson going to uh, be back. Yeah, Alaric Jackson has said he's going to be back. Worfs probably gone. Epinesa probably gone. Those are huge holes yeah. to fill. Uh, the biggest one is Nate Stanley. The biggest question mark is Nate Stanley. I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't say it's the biggest hole. It's definitely the biggest question mark. I think you can more easily fill a defensive end position, uh, a right tackle position, than you can the quarterback. Does Hayden for or does Hayden Fry, does Kirk Ferentz look into the transfer portal? I don't. I don't know. Teams have had a lot of success with quarterbacks in that. I don't know that Kirk Ferentz is the type of coach that wants to hand over his offense to a kid that's on a different campus right now. The thing about the quarterback position, you can get better
1: athleticism. You can actually probably get better overall talent, but what you can't replace is three years of starting it's, experience. It's a system, right? Yes. You can't, yeah, knowledge. 284 1040. Let's go out to New Jersey. That's where John is. John, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Soundoffs. Thanks for staying up late with us, buddy.
4: Uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. I have to take exception with you. Again, Travis, three year starter that has his degree and is an all Pac 12 quarterback that's rehabbing from a knee injury and is in the transfer portal, would be Stanford's KJ Costello. I think that is a guy that Iowa should seriously consider as a one-off for next year, especially if A.J. Epinesa and Tristan Wirfs were to come back. Because with all the talent that you now have at the skill positions, and if those two guys came back, there is no reason if you do not get with the only question mark at quarterback there's no reason that if you find the right guy, that Iowa cannot make a deep run at the West. No, hold on, John.
1: I, I I appreciate you taking exception, but I, what I'm going off is what they have right now, right? I mean, we there's no guarantee they're going to go after a transfer portal guy. So I, I, what I'm saying is, when you look at the roster right now, yeah. they don't have that, right? And,
2: and John, I do. I, I I'm not sure that Ferentz is the type of coach that goes for a transfer portal guy, and. I think he'd much rather. Two
4: out of the last three punters have been out of the transition.
2: Yeah, that's a punter, though, man. Look at what he's done with his quarterbacks <laughs> over the years, right? I mean, we're not crazy here, right? He's, he really does like his system, guys. He wants his quarterbacks to be very familiar with what the Iowa way is. What was the last guy? What was the most, uh, what was the least amount of time a starting quarterback interference has spent on campus?
4: Probably the last two guys that only had one year of starting, that were only one year starters. Were Brad Banks and then uh, Nathan Chandler? Yeah, in 2000, yeah. 2000. So, so I don't know. So maybe again, it, it could it, be man. CMO
2: could be. There's some guys but out that, there but certainly.
4: That's the, but when I but when I saw that he was transferring, and I thought, okay, Stanford play a, 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 close, a, a close, by the book, same type of offense uh, type program. I thought that might be the only guy that parents might take a look at. Yeah, like it. Just throwing it out there. It's a good one, John. Uh, it. Uh, I wanted to say um, we didn't see the stand-up tight end but at the end when Fry was mentioned by Joel Klatt in the postgame and Ference had to fight back tears and then the Paulson twins uh, on the Hawkeye football Twitter were the 50-year seniors who grew up as Iowans born and bred in Hawkeye football who led the team in the victory hokey pokey hmm. Uh that was a tip of the cap that was just the cherry on top to a season that uh, I found it quite interesting that Iowa has only had nine ten win seasons in its entire program all nine of those ten win seasons have come since 1985 six of them under Kirk Ferentz
2: yep John,
4: that is
2: picking some tall cotton guys. Really is. It's uh, it, it's quite a thing. When we when they mentioned that in the uh, during the broadcast, Travis and I both kind of looked at each other and thought that same thing. Six ten win seasons is quite an accomplishment. Yep. Thanks, John. Another fun season chatting with you, buddy. Always love it. We'll uh, we'll talk to you. One. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, Later. see you, John. Two
1: eight four ten forty. Let's go to uh Darren. Darren, welcome to the Jethro's barbecue sound off on News Radio ten forty WHO.
3: Not, yep.
1: What's up, Darren?
5: Hey, Travis. Yeah. We're at Ed Podolak Way here in Atlantic, Iowa. You know where we're at?
1: What was that? Ed
6: Podolak Way. <laughs> <You know.
2: laughs> I think, I think
3: he, Ross. What's up, buddy? I
2: think he's saying he's on Ed Podolak Way in Atlantic okay, Iowa. Okay, okay. 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 I think, I think I picked up that, what you were putting down there, Darren. Uh, uh,
3: great win. Um, everybody wants to know a uh, good question for you. Hey, I just love you
5: guys. Uh, Shelly, hey, can we FaceTime with you guys tonight?
1: <laughs> Are we friends on
5: Facebook? <laughs> I don't know, we should be. But come on now.
2: Uh, Darren, Duh. thanks for the phone thanks call, Darren. Darren. Appreciate it,
1: man. You guys have a wonderful evening. Go Hawks. They're on an Ed Podolak way in Atlantic, Iowa. Late night sound off. Uh, you, you can't go wrong with late night sound off, right? I mean, there is something special about late night sound off. Now, we don't know how late we're going to go. Right now, we just plan on going up to 1 o'clock. Because uh, Howard's waiting there. Lane's waiting there. I, do we want to take one of these before the... How much time we got? We got here. about a minute we're here have before. a
7: Minute till yeah. the sounder hits. Yeah,
1: I don't think we. So Howard and Lane, we're going to keep you there on hold just because by the time we take your phone call, we'd have to say, "Hey, go make on it, hold make it fast," or make it fast. Yeah. So we don't want to make you make it fast. You waited up this
2: late for us. We'd uh, we want to give you time. Certainly. What What was your biggest surprise about tonight? Uh, that's a really good question. Was it the change Travis? in
1: offensive sets a little bit?
2: Yeah, we did see a lot of different looks. Saw, saw several different offensive uh formations and then a lot of like misdirection out of that. Yeah. The you know, we've seen that reverse or at least the jet sweep thing quite a bit in these last several games, so I don't know if that's necessarily a new look. I didn't think Epinesa was gonna have as great of a game as he did against an, another future pro in uh in Austin Jackson, the the Trojans left tackle. So I guess that was one thing that Maybe Hawkeye fans will be mad at me for hearing that. I I thought Epinesa would have a good game, but not be as disruptive as he had. This was one of his best games ever, yeah, especially he, against the, the 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 guy he was going. When against. you're able to dominate against
1: that type of offensive line and air, air, and some of that talent, uh, that made a lot of people peek up or perk
2: up tonight yeah. and go, "Oh, you you might be." Uh, a top 10. Had you told me that uh, St. Brown was going to get 163 yards through the air, I, I would have thought that this game was a heck of a lot closer. So, Howard, Lane, stand hold. We got more people calling in at
1: 284 two, 1040. Ross is like, man, <laughs> people are up. They're ready to go at it. Ha- Hawks win. Hawks win on News Radio 1040
0: WHO. Right now, today's top stories from Des Moines News Traffic and Severe Weather Station, News Radio 1040. Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by...
4: Cookies Food Products. now Mutual Reinsurance Company. JLM Gun Shop. Schottenkirk Chevrolet Waukee. And Jethro's World Famous Barbecue.
3: Fink awaits the snap. Here it is. He's back to pass. Pressure. Golston sacks. Golston and Latimore. Lattimore. Arrived at the middle of the intersection at the same time, and Epinesa was in there as
1: well. You know, the USC offense was never the same. Ross when Slovis went out, just it wasn't the That's same. That's a Good point. Yeah.
2: Did we ever? Did, did you? Did they say what happened? Elbow. He oh, Clay Helton oh, okay. said it was an
1: elbow injury. So <laughs> I mean, Epinesa is what happened to him. It is twelve thirty seven on a Saturday morning, and the Hawkeyes have won the Holiday Bowl and all six lines in the WHO studios are now full. Here's another good news.
2: We don't have to uh, take another commercial till the top of the hour. Oh, that is really let's, really let's, cool.
1: That's churn and burn here. Howard, baby. welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Up on News Radio 1040 WHO.
5: Travis Ross, I love you guys, and Trav, I've been listening to you since the early 80s when I lived out in Omaha, or watched you even.
1: Well, hopefully that would have been the early 90s. If it was the early 80s, you were listening to me on KNOD in Harlan.
5: Oh, well, you know, how the memory goes as you get older but <laughs> when you had hair I'll say thank that. you thank you <laughs> <It's fake hair. laughs> i uh, I just I I'm, I'm going to I wanted to get in early tonight because I didn't want you to get on the shoulda woulda coulda cuz let's just bask in the glory of this awesome performance tonight because we never win we never beat a California team in California, so that that that's huge. And Kirk, I mean, the whole team, the way they just looked on TV and how they, you know, it it was so impressive. And as a Hawkeye, a, a diehard Hawkeye fan forever and ever, to watch that, it, it just makes you so proud. And I I just wanted to put that in there to you guys and I, I can never pronounce myself the way John does but you know I'm, I'm an avid fan and I, I really appreciate you guys and, and especially what you're doing tonight to be able to go out of your way to to. this is a big deal that you did this after the game I, I really appreciate it well,
1: and thanks I, Howard And
5: I, I'm one of the oh, many I'm sure that it's like i i gotta go down and turn my radio on and the wife went to bed everybody went to bed i'm like i'm I'm gonna listen to spout off we always call this spout off,
0: <laughs> spout spout off. off. i like that's that good. that's good
1: well thanks howard, howard thanks
2: for thanks crawling. man i appreciate it thanks for taking the time all right we'll talk to you again take care sir talk all to right, you bye. yeah
1: you know we said this briefly about the woulda coulda have, shoulda have. and one thing about this show is that you and i is ross looks at me like are
2: you gonna get to these phone calls no no did you see what happened uh uh-uh. as soon as howard hung up the line <laughs> was ringing
1: does that <laughs> surprise you People are- well and here's the deal you know we we do weekly reaction it's hard for us to take a thousand foot view and appreciate the collective whole of the season until we get like till right now right we react on a, on a weekly basis. Some people like the way we react. Some people don't. Some people think we're too negative. Some people think we're too positive. But now we can look back at a ten and three season and go, "Wow, that's that was really something special." It's
2: a great year, yes.
1: Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Lane. Lane, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off and News Radio ten forty W H O. Hey fellas, how's
3: it going tonight?
1: Good. Yeah,
3: it is. It really is going great. Hey, I want to echo what Howard said. I appreciate you guys, uh, hanging out with us late at night and, uh, looking forward to uh, putting everybody to bed in the house and coming down and listening to WHR radio and, and sounding off on a great Hawkeye win. Um, I wrote down a couple notes, uh, from prior to the break. We asked, uh, what, uh, surprised you the most? Yep. Can I, read, can I read that to you? Sure. All right. It's two lines. Uh, o line interior, triple plus, 10 polish back, triple heart. What a great job he's done with that interior line and uh, ran him along. Wow.
2: Right? Yeah, they look great okay. tonight. Especially when you run like four straight quarterback sneaks for, you know,
3: <laughs> 30
2: yards know. or whatever it was. That was fun.
3: B-A- beautiful. I loved it. What was That's this? Good, Thanks, Lane. Thanks, Appreciate Lane. It, buddy. Appreciate it,
1: man. 284-1040, let's go to Ed. Ed, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Soundoff on News Radio 1040
5: WHO. Hey guys, uh, just really happy to be on and, um, uh, you know, I feel like everybody stole the thunder to say, you know, thanks for staying on so late with everybody, but just, um, uh, just super stoked about a 10-win season for the Hawks and... Um, You know, I I I remember the Hawks playing in the Holiday Bowl when I was a kid, and so it was kind of special to me to see him go out and dominate in tonight's game. And, um, anyways, uh, just uh, happy to sound off and go Hawks.
7: (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. There is
5: something
1: special, whether we like it or not. Whether this was this wasn't USC of the early two thousands, but there is something special about beating SC. No doubt. There is. I mean, if this was Washington State, it it wouldn't matter. matter. It wouldn't matter. It's much like when you beat Michigan in your own conference or you beat Ohio State. There is something special about the term the Blue Bloods, right? And that's what this was tonight. There is something special. You were just laughing because every time somebody hangs up, the phone call is replaced.
2: And... Why are you so shocked at this? Because I understand what that means. Like, that means right now, with all six phone lines full, Yes, there are people calling and getting the busy signal. Yes. You know what they're doing? They're going to keep
1: they're, calling. They're hanging up and hitting redial. 284-1040. David, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on of News Radio 1040 WHO.
2: Hello. Uh, well,
6: first off, I just want to give a compliment to you broadcasters who got us through a wacky 2019 season. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the team. I'm going to talk about the year, just for a second. I mean, we had the Carson King thing, uh the marching band scandal. We had to stress out through virtually every game, you know, for a field goal or whatever. Mm. I don't know what else happened. Hayden Fry, Bump Elliott, so you were always a cool calm voice out there i want to compliment you oh, david thanks, thank david.
2: you wow man this has been oh and tommy did I... yeah, yeah tommy. That tommy stout that's a good one david All thanks right. for bringing that up man thanks yeah, david yeah this uh it uh not going to be sound. sound off will be a little bit different going forward you know, i'm drive. kind of bummed because tommy i believe called the last sound off he did and we said hey how you
1: doing buddy yep yep and he said he was doing okay. Yep. And then we lost him about well, we had a week. We talked week and to half him later. a couple
2: times this year. Yeah. And we it was like week three or so. Remember, Travis? He was in the hospital, and I think he told us, like, yeah. "Yeah, I was just in the hospital." So we tried to ask how he was doing each week. Uh, yeah. He'll be greatly missed here on Sound Off. No doubt about it.
1: Two eight four ten forty. Let's go out to San Diego. That's where Brad is. Brad, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off.
6: What's going on, Ross? What's going on, Travis? Not much, man. Buddy. Hey, hey! Cheers to Tommy, by the way.
7: Yeah,
6: uh, yeah. Tribute to Tommy. So, hey, yeah. Just uh, got back from the game. We uh, drove from uh, Okoboji, Northwest Iowa, twenty-six hours straight through. Um, just the atmosphere in the stadium was fantastic today. It, uh, you could tell all the Hawks were happy to draw the the Holiday Bowl. Um, I think the, you know, Hayden, the, the passing of Hayden, unfortunate as it as it was. You could tell the fans were behind him. It was uh, just an, an amazing scene today. Um, my comment from the game was uh, after the pick six, the place goes crazy. And was I out of line asking him to go for two to hang 50 on you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, I don't think so. I don't think you're out of line. You knew it wasn't going to happen, but I don't think you're out of line. That's great.
6: Yeah. No, it was uh, It was great. It was, uh, it was a great time to... The Hawkeye fans represented. Um, I thought it was going to be 50 50, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, Hawkeye fans, uh, I think, overtook.
2: Really, the, Brad?
6: Uh, it was I'm, fantastic.
2: I'm glad to have you tell us that because we saw pictures and we the, just the pictures we saw, we couldn't tell what it looked like. It, the pictures looked like it was maybe more USC fans. So I'm glad to hear you say that.
6: Yeah, it was fantastic. So uh, great season. Uh, love you guys' show. Thanks, Thanks Brad. You do, and uh, we'll join you next season.
1: Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it, man. 284 1040. Let's go to uh, Melvin. Melvin, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue sound off on News Radio 1040 WHO.
3: Hey, thanks, guys. you got a fantastic program.
5: Thank
2: you,
3: been Melvin. i are here uh, trying to reminisce a little bit. Luckily, I was able to uh, see Hayden and and Chuck Long back in the Holiday Bowl of 85. Got to be at the uh, ball game down in Miami when we played USC and took the opening. Kickoff back for a touchdown, yeah. and then got our asses kicked right. like forty-two to seven. You yeah, know, but right. this was a wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, what you were talking quarterback, new quarterback, and who's going to be, and all that. Uh, I think you know between uh, Kurt and Brian and the recruiting and stuff. I'm not too worried about it. I think Brian took a major, major step today. Tonight's game, the. Uh, way he ran the offense and putting that many points on the board. I, I believe the program is in good hands, and I think Kurt, you know, having O'Keefe still back, ex-offensive uh, coordinator, can't hurt. I just think Kurt has built a program uh, with coaches and stuff that Hayden was able to build back when he got all the good coaches to work under him. So. I believe the program is in very good hands, and I think we'll we'll just have a wonderful year next year. Today was wonderful, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, it was a lot. Oh, it was fun.
3: awesome. Hey, one more, Travis. Yeah. Hey, Travis, uh, you were talking about uh, radio in Harlan. Now, there's a football town, old Kurt uh, Blant. Kurt Blatt? You, uh, from that? Kurt Blatt? Yep. Yeah. Yep, a uh, legend in itself. Were you from Harlan? Or did-
1: no, I actually grew up in Minden, so I drove... Uh, about 40 miles every Saturday and Sunday to do the weekend shifts on KNOD. So I grew up in Minden. I was married in Portsmouth. What, about 40 miles south of Harlan? No, actually 40 miles uh, south. Well, so Minden's 40, about south uh, north or south, actually southwest west okay. of, of Harlan. Okay. So, well. Yeah.
2: Thanks, Melvin. Thanks. Appreciate, appreciate the call, sir. To, I, I, one thing I would say about the quarterback thing, Travis, yeah. and to Melvin's point, whoever the quarterback is next year, he's going to have weapons around him. Yes. I mean, th- which
1: is good because you, you're allowed to have growing pains at that point. Yeah. You will have other people that are able to pick up the slack, should yeah, we say. Really, a bit. I mean,
2: Tyrone Tracy, Amir Smith, marset yeah. uh,
1: What about Laporta? He looks like he's a weapon in this yeah. offense. This is fun. 284 1040. Let's go to Noah. Noah, welcome to the Jethro's <laughs> Barbecue Sound Up <laughs> and of News Radio 1040 WHO.
3: Yeah, how's it going, guys? I got one question for you.
6: Uh, I know we've been talking about the whole Nate Stanley situation, but I honestly didn't think he was that impressive this whole year. He's just inconsistent. I think that the backup could have had better shot, be a more winning quarterback than he could. How, what do you guys think?
7: No, I
2: don't. I don't. know. I think that uh, if if that were the case, then the coaches probably would have put the backup in earlier. I mean, Nate Stanley we got to remember when you're talking about how inconsistent he was this year, look at the offensive line. For the first time in a long time, the offensive line struggled at times this year. They had injuries. There was just inconsistent play. Um, changed running backs throughout the year. Nate Stanley. I don't think anybody's going to say Nate Stanley had an amazing, terrific, perfect senior, senior, season, senior season. I, senior I would season. agree. With no, that. no. The guy had a really good year. And he, he led this team to 10 wins. Did I mean had a couple of signature moments? You know, the third and twenty-nine completion to Mir Smith Marset against Iowa State. This we're not having nearly the conversation about this season if that one game changes. And this is a nine-win team with the lost Iowa State. Yeah. So I, you know, we've we've been hard on Nate Stanley this year. I think harder than uh, harder than we've ever been on a quarterback on on or farther I've ever. Heard I, of no, Ox well, on
1: well, I think we were pretty hard on Rudock towards the end. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you, you know, because remember when they lost to Tennessee in that bowl game yeah. and that was like, oh my God, something's gotta change. And something has changed. The last five years it's been way different. You've had forty six wins over the last five years. That that's a pretty darn good run. Greg, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound off and News Radio ten forty WHO.
5: Hey guys, I appreciate you taking my call from McCokoda on the East Coast here. <laughs> but uh I, I just want to – this is a probably a topic of hot debate in Iowa fandom, but I feel like this is a proud moment to give Kirk Ferentz credit uh, on the job he did this season and just in general. I mean, what he does – has done, I should say, uh, throughout the years with what he recruits as far as two and three stars – he makes him into and the success he has, I think this season is just another example of uh, the success he's had and and the kind of coach he is.
2: No doubt, Greg. Yep. This, I think that uh, the coaching part of what Kirk Ferentz has done this year, Travis, that's most impressive, is that this offense has not been great. And this is still a 10-win team.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, I think we, the offense as a whole, underperformed what I thought it was going to do during the year. I'd agree, yeah. Is it time to – this is going to sound like a a negative. I don't think it is. Is it time to stop putting stock in these stars? And what I mean by that is, instead of going, you know, with what he recruits, two- and three-star guys, maybe we change the narrative. And the narrative, maybe Iowa is able to identify – uh, potential growth talent better than
2: other coaches. Nico, Nico Reganey. We heard the story tonight about Nico Reganey. Yes. And if you weren't listening to the broadcast, Gary Dolphin said that uh, he, went, he went up to Nico at one point this week during practice and said, Nico, thanks so much for picking Iowa. You know, you're a New England kid. You probably could have gone to any school on the East Coast, and you decided to come to Iowa. What made you decide to come to Iowa? And Nico Reganey said, Gary, this was the only place that offered me. Yeah. But
1: do you understand what I'm saying? I mean completely. Absolutely. Does he? Because I, I, the only star I care about is how many stars you are when you graduate this place yeah. or when you're playing. Because Neiman's not a three-star guy. Right now, the dude play like a four-
2: or five-star guy. <laughs> no not. doubt about that.
1: And you heard Gus Johnson going, oh, the five-star! Well...
2: Yeah, just check have, it all I out. I if that was a knockout USC or a knockout yeah. Iowa. Greg, thank you for the phone call, sir. Appreciate it. 284 uh, 1040. Let's
1: go to Jason. Jason, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue sound off News Radio 1040 WHO.
6: So guys, when was the last time that Iowa was ever called a bully?
2: Mm, it's been a long time, that's for sure.
6: I mean, I thought that was just awesome seeing Nate Stanley just getting his number called the whole time. And just running the ball down their throat.
2: Yeah, the three straight uh, the three straight quarterback sneaks have have left a mark. Travis, I've seen that on social media. I've seen a couple people saying that was cool. That was kind of fun to just do it and go. Oh, you can't stop us. Here it comes again. Yeah. Okay, you couldn't stop at that time. Here it comes again. And then they played for it that last one. And it, it and then here they right yeah. on the outside of it.
6: And then you know the also the nice touch at the end of the in the locker room is uh, doing the
1: hokey pokey. It is a it is a very nice touch because you put your left foot in and put your left foot out. Thanks, put, Jason. Put your left foot and, in and, and uh, you shake it all about. Go by. Irish, go Irish, go Irish. You in for Sean over there. Wow, that one's for you, buddy. Having thanks, a good one, guys. thanks, See man. Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Big Sexy. Big Sexy. Sean knows how much I love nicknames, but uh, Big Sexy. Welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off.
3: Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Big Sexy from Roland extends Big Sexy in Omaha. Okay. So, what a great game today. Fantastic game by the Hawks. But I also want to extend to Bump Elliott, Hayden Fry, and Tommy all doing the hokey pokey together and drinking a beer. And God bless them. (laughs)
1: Thanks, man. Good call. Appreciate it. Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to the Jethro's barbecue sound off at News Radio ten forty WHO.
3: Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Uh yeah, I just wanna say, hey,
5: I will always be a hawk. Just like Hayden did. Uh I just thought it was probably the most complete game we've seen all year. Would you guys agree?
3: I
2: totally agree with that, Mike. Every aspect of the game. Special teams made a big play. Defense was great. Offense played well. Yep, most complete game.
3: Yeah, and, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, hats off to the team. Hats off to the coaches getting them ready. I mean, they obviously, go out they go to these bowl games. They have some fun, which is fine. They're supposed to have some fun as well. But they came out, and they were ready to play, and that was awesome.
1: They set the tone, and they dictated the pace. They dictated uh, the way the game was going to be played, and even when they faced a little bit of adversity, go back to when – USC kicked the field goal to end the first half, opens up with a touchdown, then get the onside's kick. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was where the momentum was the, there. Yeah, yeah, the momentum was there, and they were able to just yeah. look at it and, this, and and knock it away. So good stuff, Mike. Yeah, Appreciate it, thanks, man. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. 284-1040. Let's go to Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Soundoff. Howdy, boys.
7: What's up? Go Hawks. Go Hawks, man. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, <clears throat> um, I don't know who the MC was for Fox who uh, was talking at the uh, uh, trophy ceremony. That was Joel game. Klatt. He did a wonderful job. And uh, the fact that he brought up, uh, you know, uh, Hayden Fry, Bump Elliott, and the way that Kirk Ferentz responded, in my opinion, yeah, I couldn't be more prouder of him. Uh, you could see the emotion on his face. You could tell that uh, Iowa football means everything to him. And uh, when he was talking about the players and how. You know, what, what, uh, he's really concerned about more than anything is, is the, the people that they are and, uh, you know, the men that he's growing. Um, who wouldn't want to, uh, send their players to, uh, Iowa? If you got a kid that's a potential division one football player, who wouldn't want to send him to Kirk Ferentz in Iowa? I just think parents. the world of him. And, uh, the guy is the classiest football coach in, in the nation as far as I'm concerned. I'm proud of him. I hope he stays on forever
1: thanks Brandon appreciate thanks, Brandon. it Ross you hear Ross's head hitting the microphone because the phones just
2: keep ringing you know I love this man I don't want this to come across the wrong way I love doing this I don't I, I it's is awesome people are calling in and they're thanking us for staying up and they're thanking us for doing this my wife goes to work at 6 a.m. and I have to watch the kids well, you
1: just tell those kids to stay in bed. Oh, is that how that works? That, yeah, you, you say you stay in bed. The three-year-old. Yes, Rod, <laughs> welcome to the Jethros Barbecue Sound Off.
0: Rod, What's up, Rod. Hey, sorry.
2: You're all right. It's, fine. Uh, it's late. It's here.
0: It's late. It, it's getting late. Like uh, I just want to say, what a great win! Like uh, echoing back to your comments on, you know, the recruiting rankings and how, you know, it matters and it doesn't matter. I just want to say that. The starting lineup for uh, USC, according to HawkeyeReport.com, uh, had 19 four and five star recruits in their starting lineup. Right. We had two, uh, Tristan Worse on the offensive side of the ball, Adrian Panessa on the defensive side of the ball, and the Nebraska Cornhuskers have won the Big Ten West five years in a row in recruiting, according to the 247 composite. So, you know, it's all about uh, what Coach Ferrance does with these guys, developing them, and what an amazing win for the Hawks tonight.
1: Go, Hawks. Go, Hawks. Rocks. Thanks, man. Makes Appreciate the call, it, buddy. <laughs> so, Rick, Justin, Ross, Cliff, who's ever on hold now, <laughs> and and whoever's getting ready to call in on line four at 284 1040. We're going to ask you to. Melvin said he'll watch your kids, Ross. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Sorry,
2: the there, you are now getting volunteer babysitters. Handing, handing the kids off to
1: strangers <laughs> to show up. At That'd stop it! Don't even <laughs> <laughs> don't give your address. No, I don't
2: want you to give my address. But, but, but
1: Ross, you don't understand. People want
2: us to stay on the air. I understand. I do understand that. So we're we rolling through.
1: Yes, we're going to roll through. I've got people on hold. We are doing a public service. This is what radio is all
2: about. My back is weak. <laughs> I just think it just took my breath. Away. I
1: just don't think I want the season to end because I like hanging out with you boys. I love this. Oh, look, we're so lucky to do again. this, man. There it is. We do have one line open. Oh. <laughs> the Jeff Throws Barbecue sign up at News Radio Ten Forty WHO.
0: WHO Des Moines an iHeart Radio station and KDRV One Hundred Point Three HD Two Des Moines available everywhere with the iHeart Radio app. Now number one for podcasting. Right now. Today's top stories from Des Moines News, Traffic and Severe Weather Station, News Radio 1040.